Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Percy Hawkins, Slick Watts, Joey Devine, Walt Hazard, aka Marty Abdul Rahman. Anthony Morrow, Sean Keen, Bruce Seals, John Hummer, Patreons, Maxwell Parkinson, thank you Maxwell, John Bailey, thank you John, Chi-Chi, thank you Chi-Chi, Musical guest, the Moldy Peaches. And now, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, baby, and we are back from our one-week vacation with a brand new episode And I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad, my best friend, someone I am so happy to talk to always, Mr. Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Okay. The the Uncle Dad life treating you right? Uncle Dad life? uh, I I got a new job, Joey. Ooh, what you doing? Well, I'm writing for Yardmarker again. Oh, so it's an old job. It's an old job. They <laughs> laid me off during the pandemic, and now I'm back, baby. Well, I'm glad you're back. Yeah, and you I'm can glad... read 
Oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I, did. I wrote a. I wrote. I think. Um, I wrote a couple boring things, but the interesting thing was I wrote a piece about uh, Steph Curry's gigantic contract with Under Armour and uh, how um, he's like he's like unique because um, he buys shoes that people on the internet really make fun of, but then like normies who aren't sneakerheads are like. Oh, great! Well, White ten-year-olds, just ten what year I want. Um... Well, or like a like like just basically people in the world who aren't sneakerheads kind of just like buying clothes that are like white and black for the most part. And so uh, I didn't even know this. Did you know that the Curry Chiefs um, like completely sold out within a month of their release? Wait, are they like called the, the most... Chiefs? You mean the chefs? Are they the chefs? Oh, yeah. My God. Yeah. yeah, the chefs, they're not the yeah. chiefs. No. I'm like that Snickers commercial. Um, <laughs> yeah, the chefs, uh, yeah, they like completely sold out. They were like a wildly successful shoe for Under Armour, even though the internet made fun of them for like a week straight. Well, nurses, so like a, nurses need to wear shoes too. All right. Nurses, um... dads, children. <laughs> oh, it's, just, it's just weird. It's like, uh, it's almost like the discourse of sneaker culture uh, doesn't really have a lot to do with people's actual buying habits. Build us one Air Force Ones, baby. Sean, um, while we're talking about discourse, uh, I wanted to mention real quick, uh, I was yeah. scammed again. Oh, no. And I should bring it up. I said I wasn't going to do it this year, but I did it. And I purchased NBA 2K23. And Ooh. it makes me so mad. <laughs> um. <laughs> we we have an acquaintance who uh, who acted in it, Joey. In this year's? Oh, I don't know if you know her actually, but uh, um, yeah, I don't think I do. Um, uh, anyway, she's it? she's in uh, Tamara. Do you know Tamara? Nope. She writes on this fool. No, I do not. But uh, okay. am uh, I anyway. not allowed to uh, to talk about how terrible the plot is? No, 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 no. It's 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 hilarious. She's like in the plot, and it's mm-hmm. it. The mocap looks so funny. Uh, well, Sean, I mean, can I explain to you the plot of this year's My Player career? Please do. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. So um, it's everything wrong with the NBA, I would say. Um, okay. In that uh, your character gets drafted. He's a three-year college player. And he gets drafted. And um, he's drafted ahead of a one-year guy that uh, the fans mm-hmm. want. So the fans boo him. And then the entire plot line is him talking to analytics people trying to win the politics of the winning the fans over and talking about his brand. I hate that. And um, the character who the fans wanted also has a reality show um, (laughs) where he talks shit about you constantly in his uh, reality show. but uh, it's terrible. You'll be playing the game and you'll be scoring like 45 points because it's easy. And uh-huh. uh, uh, Mark, Mike Breen or Mark Jones or whoever it is starts talking about how good your brand is all the time. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh-huh. Why would they do that? Uh huh. You so... also consistently have to go on a fake talk show. That has Kendrick Perkins and J.J. Reddick on it, where J.J. Reddick is nice to you and Kendrick Perkins is mean to you. Even though you're scoring 45 points a game. Yeah. 
because your brand isn't mm-hmm. doing well enough. Well, and the other thing, so I'm scoring 45 points a game. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there's currently no I'm dealing with currently I'm dealing with a lot of uh, palace intrigue in that oh. the GM uh, wants to ha- wants to trade me. Even though I was named Rookie of the Month and is making the uh, coaches bench me. Even though you're a 45 point Mm -hmm. per game score Uh because your brand isn't strong enough. I'm averaging 35 and 11 starting as the uh, starting two guard for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And Um, uh, not well, it's not Gerson Rosas. I forget. No, his name is Othella something. It's a fake guy. It's a fake guy. Okay. Because Chris Finch is the coach in the game section, but in the uh, in the. palace intrigue section yeah the coach is actually um what's his name from the state uh showalter no thomas lennon no the one who ben actually Grant. works ken, ken marino no, come on man the one ken who marino? actually worked no not ken marino the short one joe latrulio joe latrulio uh, oh i was like yeah. ken marino works his ass off joey <laughs> yeah but he doesn't work as much as joe Latru- latrulio all right um we've talked about this too long sean Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, check your DMs, though, for some screenshots oh, I from saw the college I story saw side quest. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I would never do that. I do not do the side quests. Um, <laughs> uh, also, Sean, uh, just so you know, um, instead of changing the gameplay at all, uh-huh. which the gameplay has been the same in 2K20 uh, for about seven years now. Okay. Um, they did build a giant cruise ship you walk around with the other players and play one-on-one basketball with and buy fake clothes using real money. So you can go oh. to the Under Armour store and buy the Chef Curry's for your with, avatar with real money. Yeah. With, with American currency. Yeah, I in fact, I would say Chef Curry's are probably about 5,000 uh, VC, they call them. And you make about seven hundred to a thousand per NBA game, uh, or you could just spend real money, and a hundred is a dollar, I believe. A well, thousand is a dollar. I'm sorry. So you can spend you can spend five real dollars. Yeah, or play six NBA games to buy one pair of shoes. What a great game, Joey! Yeah, exactly what everybody loves about basketball. <laughs> um. So Joey, um, it's our, it's our, oh, what did you want to mention? I just wanted to mention a couple things, which were, um, our Twitter's round rock pod. Oh, I was just going to do that. Oh, well, um, uh, I don't know why I decided I was going to do it this episode for the first time in nine months. First first episode since I wasn't here. I thought I was going to like casually work it in and I was like, what am I doing? I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Um, Sean. Uh, it's our first season preview. I guess this is technically our first episode of season five of Round Ball Rock. Is that right? Uh, season six? Six. Season six, Jesus Joey. Jesus Christ. It's season six. This show six. should be more popular based I on know. the amount of time Come we've been on. doing. But you can help us become more popular. You know how you do that? By giving five-star reviews on iTunes. The only review they're allowed to give. It's, it's weird. True. I don't know why. Look, we take the four star, but it's only five stars. Mm-hmm. If uh, you give a four star review, um, they sell your data. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
to Tencent. Um, all right. And, <laughs> um, uh, also, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Always download. Do not stream. For some reason, Apple has yet to decide how to count streams, even though we know you know, Tim Cook. We know you know when someone is streaming our podcast. It's true. It's true. Uh, subscribe to us, us on Spotify. No one does that. We have like 40 of those. Um, I mean, I do, but I don't <laughs> listen to it on Spotify. I, neither do I. Uh, <laughs> don't tell, us, please don't tell Bill Simmons that. Follow us on Twitter at RoundRockPod. Email us at RoundRockPod at gmail.com. Call us on the phone. At wow, the number yeah. in the description, we love getting your voicemails. And uh, patreon.com slash roundrockpod is where you can get bonus episodes. I'll tell you this, next week, Sean, we're having our friend, I'm having my friend Joe McAdam on to show him a YouTube video that I have not decided what it what, what it is yet. But uh, I show our friends YouTube videos. You read smart people books with our friend Corbin. Do you want to talk about what you're doing this week? Yeah, we're going to finish out the Tiger Woods biography. That'll be up uh, later today, actually, when you're listening to this. Uh, it'll be the final version of the book Tiger Woods. It's been quite a journey with our good friend Corbin A. Smith, but mm -hmm. we're going to launch into a new one. And uh, I believe I've pitched some other things, but I think we're committed to reading the second volume of Robert Caro's uh, four-part LBJ biography i mean you better Texie missed eliza already started listening to it i don't know if you, you know, saw that tweet well you know i i was mistaken about how long this was and he's actually ahead of me i actually so we're going to be reading means of ascent colon the lynn the years of lyndon johnson too okay i actually just read the third volume first master of the senate mm-hmm I actually haven't read the first he's ahead and I I want to apologize because I I feel like I lied and I I didn't mean to lie it's also it's very long mm -hmm. Joey Lyndon Johnson too that's the one where he does a whole lot of love right he does a lot of love he and, does Moby uh, Dick Moby Dick's well, on Lyndon Johnson too I think yeah and well and you know <laughs> much like much like it's actually uh Lyndon B Johnson or it oh, was okay. the technical title they changed it because people didn't like but he is in dc much like uh john mcclane in his second effort um all right that is a stupid joke um before we get to our division preview though sean we have to talk about the most depressing news no we have, we have oh. good news first, well we do have we? good news but i have to play the drop first oh yeah This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. Seeing as it is the start of season six of Round Ball Rock, um, we're doing our first ever on location recording. I don't know if you can hear the crowd in the background. We are here outside Apple iTunes headquarters, mm -hmm. uh, where uh, the crowd and us are patiently awaiting the release of the Point Forward podcast. That's right. Evan Turner and Andre Guadalla's podcast drops in about 12 hours. We're finally 
the white smoke will appear or the black smoke will appear, and we will learn if Andre Iguodala is indeed retiring. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's America's first ever podcast retirement announcement. Sean, are you feeling the heat of this crowd right now? It's crazy. It's like, I'm, I, I know this is uncomfortable, but it's... It's weird how sexual the energy is right now. Like it's very, it's it, everybody's like awaiting, and then they're they're not awaiting. It's 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 crazy. I um, haven't felt the crowd outside Apple iTunes podcast be so sexually charged since last month's Point Forward podcast, where they talked about NFTs for forty five minutes. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty hot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I hear that. Uh, yeah, this is kind of crazy. They made a habeas petition mm-hmm. for um, Adnan because mm-hmm. he he wants to listen to it, and they want it. They they usually don't let them download the podcast until they're like a week old. Mm-hmm. Just a weird prison thing. He's gonna get this one fresh. Well, how exciting! We'll return outside Apple headquarters in a while, but here. Back to you, Sean and Joey, live in your apartments. All right, that was Ooh. weird. Um, I mean, I'm, I glad, can't I'm wait. glad. I can't wait. Um, what if, what if, what if it turns out that Evan Turner is going to sign with the Warriors instead? <laughs> Honestly, he'd help. Um, all right, <laughs> Sean. Uh, do you want to talk about Furkan Kirk- Korkmaz being a maniac? <laughs> I do. That That's one of my favorite uh, things that's happened. Uh, Furkan Korkmaz, in the like pretty wild Eurobasket tournament that's going mm-hmm. on right now, um, like all of those, it was held in multiple cities, the, the knockout rounds in, in Germany. Uh, Furkan Korkmaz uh, got into it with in a Turkey-Georgia game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he started, he got into a yelling match with a man named Duda Sanadze, mm-hmm. uh, and then he got ejected at the result of the altercation. He was then followed into the tunnel by Sanadze, uh, Indiana Pacers center Goga Bidatse, mm-hmm. and Tomika Shengalia. Mm-hmm. I apologize to the entire nation of Georgia for how I'm pronouncing I've got to say, I didn't realize Furkan Korka, Korkmaz was such an Auburn fan. Um, (laughs) that's a college football joke for you guys all right um (laughs) Uh, anyway uh what followed up now i've heard i have heard the turkish federation was complaining that he was jumped uh the official news story just simply refers to an altercation in the tunnel where korkman said punches were thrown fiba uh yes basketball has an organization almost as terrible as fifa Mm -hmm. uh they will be opening an investigation in the incident looking into all four participants. Well, congratulations to FIBA on being um, only the second worst uh, international professional basketball organization this week, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, did you um, know Korkmaz had it in him, though? No, I did not realize he had that dog in he him. He had that dog in him. I did not realize was... Furkan Korkmaz was him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, will I, thought, say... I thought he was a basketball player. Joey. Yeah, no. It turns, he's a hooper. Out, turns out he's a <laughs> turns out he's a hooper. I will say I don't really think you can call what happened to him getting jumped when you watch the video and he is challenging five people to a fight, yeah, like for like ten straight minutes. 
Also, the yeah. Not to defend Goga Batadze, who obviously is also a maniac, but yeah, um, he tried to. He got he got ejected uh, from a game because um, Gary Payton was literally standing in front of him and scratching his head, which again was hilarious and disrespectful. But also, um, I mean, he literally was just scratching his head. That's. Okay, Sean, we've delayed it enough. Time to talk about some not fun news. Sean, what's our yeah. next story? Uh, all right. Well, Kyrie Irving is sharing Alex Jones content on Instagram. Uh, he said that Alex you know, nope, Jones. Nope. nope. I no, we're not. I we I can't, can't. No. I don't want to. No, we're. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Kyrie nope. Irving. Gonna, nope. Nope. <laughs> Uh, also just a heads up uh andrew bogut if they're out there if you're out there no one's gonna listen to you talk to andrew tate all right keep going (laughs) all right we do we do have another story unfortunately uh son's owner robert sarver has been suspended from his ownership of the phoenix suns for one year and fined 10 million dollars it's for having uh such a huge dick right from him the magnum that's, condoms that's why that's what robert sarver's <laughs> press release said um let me so here's let me let me just list some things it said and also that, uh, first off sean um he's a governor not no, an right, owner he's, he's a governor <laughs> um he's a governor of the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> there's uh, look, I've said it on this podcast before that there's never been a good mayor. There's also never been a good governor. Um Yeah, I mean I can't think of one right now. Jerry Brown in the 70s, maybe. <laughs> kind of cool. He was dating Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> um, maybe like FDR when he was the governor of New York. I don't know, man. Anyway, oh, oh, no, you know what? Uh, speaking of uh, Kyrie Irving, there was one good governor, and his name was Jesse the Body Ventura. All right, keep going. <laughs> uh, okay, so officially, the NBA's statement said the independent investigation, very independent, obviously. So independent, very clearly so independent. Well, now, honestly, I will say that the investigation... Uh, Well, okay. it found that Mr. Sarver engaged in conduct that clearly violated common workplace standards as reflected in team and league rules and policies. Also, common workplace standards, not of the NBA. Uh, Also, Uh, human decency. Yes. This Um, conduct included the use of racially insensitive language, uh unequal treatment of female employees, sex related statements and conduct and harsh treatment of employees that on occasion constituted bullying now he pants an employee he pants an employee in front of the entire phoenix suns organization yeah that's worse than what uh neil o'shea was alleged Uh to 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 be bullying and he didn't do the earlier things um okay here's among the key findings mr sarver on at least five occasions during his tenure with the suns slash mercury organist okay um repeated the n-word while recounting the statements of others oh oh it was only recounting the statements of others yes great uh mr sarver engaged he was just quoting that scene from sean of the dead (laughs) he was doing uh that chris rock routine (laughs) um 
Mr. Sarver engaged in instances of inequitable conduct towards female employees, made many sex-related comments at the workplace, made inappropriate comments about the physical appearance of female employees and other women, and on several occasions engaged in inappropriate physical conduct towards male employees. Well, mm-hmm. you know what, Joey? Oh, so he's a... He's a... Is he, yeah, He's an equal like, opportunity sex pest. Great. That sounds like um, equitable harassment. Okay. Uh, he also engaged in demeaning and harsh treatment of employees, including by yelling and cursing at them. Uh, I'm skipping ahead. Among other things, the investigation found instances of racial insensitivity, mistreatment of female employees, inappropriate commentary related to sex and sexual orientation, and disrespectful communications. The investigation also concluded that the Sun's human resources function was historically ineffective and not a trusted resource for employees who are subjected to acts of improper workplace conduct. By the way, just for all employees, for any company, HR isn't your friend. Nope. Um, and then they said, as, as noted in the report, most of the Sun's employees who engaged in these acts of misconduct over the 18-year period of investigation are no longer employed by the organization. In addition, in July 2021, the organization hired a new head of human resources, who, along with other with other executives, has since implemented a series of positive workplace changes. Guys, they cleaned it up. Can they I cleaned it up in a year? Can I ask a question though? Yeah. Um, how many employees who uh, aren't uh fucking pieces of shit also are not employed by the Suns because of this behavior? Probably double, right? Well, I mean, I don't really think they fired anybody. No, I, but I, what I, I mean is, like, how many people quit their jobs because it was such a terrible place to oh, work because yeah, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. being harassed? Double well, I mean, the yeah, amount of I'm, people that left that were well, bad? Yeah, yeah how, all the people that, how the people that were um, victims of these acts of... of of these acts of misconduct are no longer employed by the organization. Probably also a lot. Yeah. More, way more. It's gotta be. Jesus Uh, fucking Christ. And so the sons made a statement themselves, which just said, uh, they're committed to creating a safe, uh, they said they fully cooperated with the NBA's investigation, uh, and the findings concerning the organization focus, for the most part, on historical matters that have been addressed in recent years. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's all better. For the most part. They didn't even fix everything. Like, uh-huh. like they had a whole year, and they're like, most of that stuff was a while ago. Uh-huh. Also, they, describing it as historical is so embarrassing. Like, oh, 18 yeah. 18 years ago. It, it, was, it was a different time back yeah. in 2010. I was Thomas Jefferson four years ago. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. You know, back in 2013, we didn't know you couldn't just shower in front of your employees to intimidate them or talk about how big your penis was to a secretary. It was a different time. It was Obama's second term. Uh, so they basically made a statement saying that they've strengthened the culture. They Oh, they updated the employee handbook oh, and adopted a strong code of conduct, instituting robust process. What? processes report misconduct and holding trainings on respect in the workplace and well thank god policies. the main problem here is an employee right yeah it's the, the employee handbook yeah, yeah. That, that's what it is <laughs> that, do you think robert sarver is gonna look at this handbook and be like you know what i was wrong okay here we go so finally at the end robert sarver is also taking responsibility for his actions he recognizes that at times at 
times mm-hmm. during his 18 years of ownership. His conduct did not reflect his or the son's values and was inconsistent with the advancements the management has team has taken with Robert's full report. This is the weakest bullshit ever. Oh, and they're proud of the progress they've made and they'll continue to build a best in class workplace. They'll continue to build it. It's you... been best in class. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. He recognizes that at times his conduct did not reflect his own values. That is quite an apology, Joey. At times, it didn't reflect values. Did he write Shouldn't this? Shouldn't they have just on, said nothing? Did he Shouldn't write this? Did he release this statement on a photo of his wife in a bikini that he was showing everyone? <laughs> I think I think he wrote it while masturbating in front of a, a like a, a like a. a, 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 a Someone who worked for him. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember what that word was. Underling. <laughs> what, masturbating or the other one? Um, all right. Uh, well, luckily, uh, this report came out and the NBA was on the case, right? Uh, the woke um, NBA. Uh, well. Adam Silver, the uh, only good commissioner, I, uh, right? Jared Kushner's uh, good friend. Um, ooh, a walking... Like a vampire who didn't turn all the way. Is well, a guy we've described him before as having looking like he's in a meet Dave situation. Yeah, I I wonder how long people are gonna remember what that movie even was. Doesn't matter. It's still funny, dude. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, okay. Um, so the NBA said this it this is the maximum they can find. But Joey, what is the main message that this? Uh, oh, this is all right. Message? No big deal. Um, I mean, I would just I would just say that it has basically said there is no fucking way that an owner is ever going to get kicked out again by a group of the other. owners. Yep. Because if you start digging, you're going to realize that there's so much creepy behavior because the Mavs somehow escaped any suspension for Mark Cuban. Mm -hmm. And he managed to avoid his $10 million fine by making it a $10 million charitable donation, which I'm sure was some kind of fucking tax scam too. Um, But basically, yeah, you can't be removed. You cannot be removed as an NBA owner for any reason. Um, I mean, okay. So they did it with Donald, Donald Sterling. They, they banned him. Sort of been removed as the owner. Um, because in the divorce that he was going through, Shelly Sterling was going to take over the team anyway, right? Isn't that really the story of the Clippers? Well, they banned... So they banned him... When did it come out? So the, the timeline was the TMZ clip came out, and four days later, Sterling was banned for life. But... uh, And Sterling... And then Silver said he was forced Donald Sterling to sell the team, uh, which did require the consent of two thirds of the other owners. Mm-hmm. However, um, they're governors. They did, well, they, oh, wait. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. They didn't, they didn't actually terminate their interest with a three quarters vote. Mm-hmm. They just, they just sold it. And Shelly Sterling said that her husband, authorized her to negotiate this so i guess they forced him to sell sort of but then they walked away with two billion dollars uh-huh. uh so they so she basically the nba once shelly sterling said she wouldn't sue them they stopped they canceled their hearing so they didn't mm-hmm. really do this and then 
Donald Sterling. Uh, and we should also say that yeah. uh, Adam Silver has been living off of this. Yes. Like as he's his... some kind of uh, cultural folk hero uh, for the last almost seven years, 10 years. 2014 is almost... when yeah. this happened. Yeah. yeah. And um, so it, and he had been the commissioner for only two months when this happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Um, fuck Robert Sarver, fuck the NBA, um, mm-hmm. uh, fuck, uh, allowing him to own the Phoenix Mercury, specifically. Yeah, um, you know what, you know what I think? I don't, I can't prove this, but don't you think he maybe, maybe had something to do with Britney, Britney Griner's uh, <laughs> conviction? <laughs> Doesn't it seem like something he'd do just for like a lark? No, because that would involve him actually having any power whatsoever outside of uh, the University of Arizona. <laughs> I mean, I could see him getting like hacked or something by, and then he's like, I guess uh, I'm gonna do this. He, um, yeah, he got harsher penalties outside of uh, the NBA than he did inside the NBA because he actually got dropped from like a board of directors yeah on the plus side the players association is really gonna fight this right uh or are they just gonna release a bunch of weak statements well Uh, you know there's there is a guy that has some power in the players association who who actually plays for the phoenix suns plays for the phoenix suns Uh yeah Um, um so he made a statement too uh now lebron james called yeah we'll talk about lebron first lebron let's start with Okay, here, here Let's was start with the actual most powerful person in the end. Here is. Like many others, I reviewed the report. I was and am horrified and disappointed by what I read. This conduct, especially towards women, is unacceptable and must never be repeated. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, it's good so far. So there were sex. So he, the stuff about women was, of course, uh, him talking about how they should he should try to get players to impregnate strippers. So they'll be convicted, mm-hmm. connected to the local area and they'd yeah. have an advantage in free agency. He told he, an employee, she wouldn't be able to work job because she's doing a mother and that she would be too busy breastfeeding. Um, he also said a bunch of stuff about baby mamas, which is like, you know, of course, coded baby both mamas. sexually and racially. Um, uh-huh. Um, and here's what here's what what Adam Silver said. What we saw in the case of Donald Sterling was a blatant racist conduct directed at a select group of people. While it's difficult to know what's in someone's heart or in their mind, we heard those words. In the case of Robert Sarver, I made a judgment that in the circumstances which he had used that language and that behavior, that while I said it was indefensible, is not strong enough. Well, what did LeBron James say though, Sean? <laughs> Well, he said, read through the Sarver stories a few times. Now, I got to be honest. Our league definitely got this wrong. I don't need to explain why. You all read the stories, read the stories and decide for yourself. I said it before. I'm going to say it again. There's no place in the league for that kind of behavior. I love this league and I deeply respect our leadership. But this isn't right. There's no place for misogyny, sexism and racism in any workplace. Don't matter if you own the team or play for the team. I hold, we hold our team up as an example of our values. And this ain't it. And then he tweeted hashtag the kid from Akron, hashtag uh-huh. strive for greatness, hashtag Taco Tuesday. 
Uh-huh. Um, hashtag Sheesh. first billionaire athlete. Uh-huh. Um, but you know what? Honestly, we're making fun of him, but no, that's a, a pretty good... it's a pretty strong statement. Except, look, <clears throat> here's what I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Chris Paul's statement in particular which uh-huh. look, I feel for Chris Paul, obviously, because like, yeah, because he was also on the Sterling team, and he also, also had to play for those rat bastards in Oklahoma City, but, and he had to play for um, what's her name? Uh, but the also, Thunder. that little Napoleon wants a championship so bad, and this is his only chance, really. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just like, I'm just saying, he had to play for like his tweets in particular. Feel like some fucking real. Gail uh, Benson, that's the other racist yes. he had to play for. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, um, okay. His tweets in particular really remind me of some Nancy Pelosi-ass mm-hmm. tweets. Like, all of these, like, and I will say, unlike, uh, you know, the head of the Senate, these people actually don't have any power in this situation. Um, But Chris <laughs> Paul tweeted, like many others, I reviewed the report. Yeah, we read, we read this. Oh, sorry. Uh, but did we? Did you read the second one about how his heart goes out to all of the people that oh, were affected? I didn't read the That's one. the sorry. part. Yes. So the okay. second tweet. I am of the view that the sanctions fell short in truly addressing what we can all agree was atrocious behavior. My heart goes out to all of the people that were affected, and that to me is like some real thoughts and prayers shit. That is, you know that what is I mean? thoughts and prayers. That's thoughts, <laughs> and it's also prayers. Um. And I get it, but he is maybe the only person who could actually affect this situation. Um, I mean, yeah. it would be horrible for him, um, but if he showed up on media day and mm-hmm. demanded a trade because he wouldn't play for Robert Sarver, uh, mm-hmm. the league might have to rethink what was happening because he is mm-hmm. the president of the union and one of their 10 most famous players. I'm kind of, I am a little bit curious if like, if there is a point where public opinion got so bad that, but no, Adam Silver's not going to force himself. He's just not going to try it. He's just not going to do it. There, there's only one lady in the Phoenix area who can maybe force a sale, Sean. Ooh, okay, okay. And it's, uh, of course, a few years ago, this woman from the Phoenix City Council meeting. Mr. Sarver has done nothing to improve this team in the 14 years he's owned it. He's never funded or bought, paid for two or three key players, which make any sports team, professional sports team, successful or on the road to success. He's so tight, he squeaks when he walks. Um, fuck Robert Sarver. <laughs> All right. Um, Sean, um, <laughs> does this, my final question for you mm-hmm. is, uh, we're supposed to do, uh, team previews right now. Um, yes, how are, depressed Jerry. does this make you about the upcoming season already just to start? Well, I'm going to say I might get a little more depressed thinking about two of the teams in this division preview. <laughs> All right, Sean, let's get to our division preview. Uh, Sean, who's our first two? Anyway, fuck this Phoenix Suns. Fuck Robert Sarver. Fuck Adam Silver. Um, uh, eat the rich. All right, um, Sean. 
Who's our first team? What? Oh, sorry. What division are we talking about today? We are talking about the Northwest Division. Ooh, my favorite one. Just our, kidding. Our sp- a sprawling division, a division that definitely will not exist when the league finally announces the expansion efforts, which they might have to delay because people are so mad at Adam Silver and hate the NBA right now. Hashtag they, this league. This league. <laughs> they were going to announce it at a Clippers game. We'll see if they do it, but it's an open secret. There's going to be a team in Seattle. There's going to be a team in Las Vegas, which means one of the teams from this Northwest division is going to be moving to the Eastern conference. Mm-hmm. Right. Which one do you think? Well, well I've it, always said, I think it'll be the Pelicans, but no, it's, it's between be the, the Pelicans and the T-Wolves. Well, it's uh, um, one, one team is very close to the teams in their division. And one of them has to fly all the way to Portland from Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I think, I mean, like it just makes, it just makes sense that Minnesota would be in a division with like Milwaukee and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's all. Well, let's talk about right. our first team. Let's from the, the Oklahoma city thunder. Yes. Last year they went twenty-four and fifty-eight. Good for fourteenth in the uh wretched NBA full of creepazoids. Well, um, just the West. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, just the West. Uh their expected win-loss, uh, which by the way, where did you get that stat, Sean? This is from basketballreference.com. Good job. Fuck you, Nate Silver! Um <laughs> was 21 and 51, so 61. So they were actually better. Three games better than they were supposed to be. Yeah, they didn't um, tank as hard as they could have. Uh their offense was ranked 29th in the league. Their defense was ranked 18th. Sean. It's the Thunder. So let's ask our friend uh Josh Giddy. Um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's ask our friend Josh Giddy. Where is this? Oh, here we go. Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. All right, Sean, who's coming in to the Oklahoma City Thunder? Well, they signed zero free agents this year, Joey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they have new rookies. They have Usmani Diang, Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams, and Chet. The not gonna play in 2022-23 home grand. Mm-hmm. I will say right off the bat before we get to who's leaving, uh that's exciting. Um wing Jalen Williams was probably my favorite guy I saw in summer league this year. Yeah, he, he was he was pretty tight. <laughs> um all right, but who's leaving, Sean? Well, they're only you know, not that much roster movement. The the cupcakes that are leaving Oklahoma City that couldn't hack it. In Thundertown, Isaiah Roby, Jermichael Green. I don't know why Jermichael Green's on the list because he wasn't really on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chet Holmgren. Oh. Um, <laughs> that was mean. Come on, Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, the 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 depth chart is interesting, I would say. Well, sure. hold on. Um, yeah. Let's hear from Josh Giddy again. And take control of your journey. All right. How did they take control of their journey, Sean? Uh, <laughs> what was their best move of the offseason? What was their worst move of the offseason? Okay, so I think, I think their best move was giving the Golden State Warriors to Michael Green for free. Yeah, I, I also think that was their best move. 
I think I think there's uh there's maybe a tie for worst move. Um was it letting Chet play LeBron James in a uh pro am? Yeah, that's that's one of them. That's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um I would also say um drafting two guys named Jalen Williams. <laughs> I, I kind of like, like that part. I kind of like that part. Jerks. Uh I jerks. would say well, I think it's so mean to the person who has to put the names on the jerseys. Well, I would say their actual worst move is having so many picks they had to cut Isaiah Roby for no reason. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Sean, let's ask Josh Giddy what our next uh what our next thing is. Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. Okay. <laughs> so what are uh, some questions? We're here at the triple threat courts. Sean, what are our yeah. questions? Okay. <laughs> if the Thunder, as planned, tank enough to get the first pick and they take Victor Wembanyama, is that two Sixers or two Matt Millen to take centers right at the top of the draft? That both weigh 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, no, we're positionless basketball now, right? And uh, Chet's a who, point guard. Chet's a point who doesn't, guard. Who doesn't want to see a team of two slender men? You know what I mean? I mean, they. this is a slender team. We we maybe have brought this up before, but uh, Usmani Jiang is very slender. Josh Giddy certainly isn't beefy. Josh Giddy's thick, baby. <laughs> but who's not thick is Shea Gilgis Alexander. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, po- uh, Alexei Pokusevsky, not so not so thick either. I w- uh, I actually want to go back real quick to best move. Their best si- move was signing Lou Dort, dude. They yeah, they tight. gave they gave Lou Dort that uh little uh that little little wide man the bag. <laughs> Lou Lou Dort basically has all the thickness that everybody else has. Theo Maladon, do you know what Theo Maladon's? Uh, listed measurements are no six four one seventy five. Um, all right. Is I, this a team of ghosts? No, but here's <laughs> here's what I want to say about this team. We're we're uh-huh. being kind of hard on this team, but like as far as like tanking teams normally uh-huh. go, this team is way better set up than most teams. Like Shea Gilgis Alexander, hella fun. Lou Dort. Hella fun. Chet Holmgren, the idea of Chet Holmgren, hella fun. Jalen right, Williams, fun. There. Josh Giddy, fun. Um, I mean, Dort is like, I, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, it's it's an okay collection of players. It seems like it's a lot of the same, though. Sure. I just mean, like, normally a team like this doesn't have someone as good as Shea Gilgis Alexander. A team doing this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, wouldn't the Sacramento Kings, the last 10 years, wouldn't have those fans committed like Sapuku to get a guy as good as Shea Gilgis Alexander? Um, uh, wow, that's so disrespectful to Max Contract, Deer, and Fox. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shea, can't, Shea can't really shoot, though. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. That's what I mean. Normally, these teams don't have a cool guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This is a cool team. Yeah, I'm just saying. Garbage. I'm just. They're not just good, saying, but they're. I'm cool. just saying. They, like, like, are they not feeding them? Is that what's happening? Just <laughs> getting six, six, eight, and two ten. Well, you know, 
that's but I guess I'm that, I guess what I'm doing is I'm answering our next question, which was, is this team fun or a bummer? And my my answer is resounding fun. I yeah, love I think, this I, team. I think they're pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so this is this is something I'm going to ask you for every team. Okay. What? Uh, okay. Let's see. Does Josh Giddy have anything to say about this? Um. Uh. My team is always staying fresh. <laughs> okay. Um. This is this is the irrational player opinion. Who is the player that you like or hate on this team for unfounded reasons? Oh, great question. Um. I mean, my my answer's gotta be. This is Josh Giddy. I love Josh Giddy, and I have no reason why. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm obsessed with these quotes. Mm-hmm. I love I love his floppy little hair. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he can't shoot and he's really, really slow, but he throws cool passes, but not like super cool passes. Not like, like yeah, they're not that flashy. No, they're like they're... they're like Larry Bird passes in that they're like cool, but not like uh not that cool, you know, not as cool as yeah. Magic Johnson's. <laughs> well, what's crazy is that he's like pretty much an okay free throw shooter mm-hmm. you know he's like he shoots 70 percent, which is not that good but it's not that bad but he like can't shoot from anywhere yeah <laughs> he's, he's not good at the basket <laughs> he's not good for behind the line i mean he might he might turn out to be really good it's just funny but i also feel very positively about i him. love him i i've got to say i love everybody on this team i do not hate well I've I've had a, I've had a history of uh, problems with Derek Favors, I guess, but I don't even yeah. really count him. No, uh, but like Kenrich Williams, I love Kenrich Williams. Lou Dort, I love all these guys, man. <laughs> um, I um I I feel like I am very skeptical of Jeremiah Robinson Earl, mm-hmm. even though he is normally a guy I would be really into. Yeah, see, I love him. I look at him and I'm like dude i loved patrick patterson give me more patrick patterson <laughs> yeah i mean if this guy starts like a movie club with his team like patrick patterson did i'll be like hey, you have my attention <laughs> but yeah like like he's normally the kind of guy like just for some reason i just i think maybe he just was bad in the games i watched them play last year i mean he might not be good but yeah. i mean look look it, we have to pick somebody that's really what it came yeah. down to uh all right, um, Sean. So we've, yeah. you've got you've got a couple of things you want to do with each team here. Do you want to oh yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so in in talking about uh, okay, so the, we have kind of a government theme going on mm-hmm. because of ownership, um, and we are going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm actually gonna flip how I have this written here. Sure, Joey. sure, sure. So well, so, we should say last year was the NBA's 76th season, but they claimed it was their 75th season. Yes. So to the NBA, this is the 76th season, and I gave you an idea for what to do with every team yeah, because, because it's their quote unquote 76th. Season. Yeah. So so previously we had tried to decide like there were six divisions. We tried to decide which friend each one was. Last year each division was a different deadly sin. 
before NBA 76, we're going to take it back to 1776 and decide which signer of the Declaration of Independence is each NBA team. Mm-hmm. Great. We're going to do it for all 30 NBA mm-hmm. teams somehow. Because 56 people signed the Declaration of Independence. I looked it up. Yeah. Um, so some of you guys are not going to make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> And not unlike all the signers of the Declaration of Independence, uh, NBA owners uh, are racist to protect each other. Yes. And uh, only care about taxes and pretend to be cool. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> so I'm I'm choosing the Oklahoma City are Edward Rutledge. Ooh, uh, he was a lawyer. More. He was a lawyer from Charleston, South Carolina, and was a POW during the Revolutionary War for over a year. Um, he also kept trying to seize the property of Tory loyalists after the wall, war, like, for example, their beloved NBA teams. Was he trying That's to what, frack on them? Is that why I he's the he Oklahoma would, City Thunder? Probably. Well, I mean, he's, he was stealing things. Uh, he also hated anyone who was too pro-British or pro-French, mm-hmm. uh, which makes me even kinda, more kinda convinced like that <laughs> Theo Maladon's getting getting traded, Joey. <laughs> Um, also in a nod towards, uh, Oklahoma city's attitude towards player payroll and cost control, Mm -hmm. he owned over 50 enslaved people. And then he died either of gout or people claim it was the shock of hearing about George Washington's death. Mm. Uh, but really he's the Oklahoma city thunder because he was the youngest Mm. signer of the declaration. You don't think it's going to be because, uh, um, (laughs) I, I mean, I I like to say that Aubrey McClendon died of the shock of hearing well, the FBI Joey, might. Uh, we're gonna come get after to, well, Joey. We're gonna we're gonna get to that, buddy. Because we, we have a second feature. Don't let's not jump ahead yet. Uh, okay, sorry, my bad. Um. Okay. So, uh, Edward Lutt, congratulations, Oklahoma State. You are Edward Rutledge. Great. Um, okay, then we're doing another feature that is called Bad Government, which is something shady. One of the team owner, I mean governors, uh-huh. has done. And for the Oklahoma City, we we're highlighting the late great Aubrey McClendon. Um, he Aubrey McClendon had been conspiring for years with another company to rig bids for the purchase of oil and natural gas leases uh in Oklahoma to, so they could put down prices, they would they would just underbid and then share the leases and not compete uh he was also running a ponzi scheme at the mm-hmm, time great. of his death and was under investigation from the fbi uh the moment uh his indictments came out the morning the the night after it's sorry one morning his indictments came out uh, his former business partner uh was testifying against him it was very obvious he crashed his chevy tahoe into a concrete embankment at 90 miles an hour now all his friends claim it wasn't a suicide he just loved driving really fast with no seatbelt on talking on multiple cell phones and he had disabled the seatbelt warning in his car uh he also got the biggest ticket in the history of kansas which was like $5,000 because he drove 100 miles an hour through a construction zone in Wichita on the way to a funeral. Um, so, uh, excuse me, Sean. Um, yeah. Actually, his friends say he died of the shock of uh, hearing George Washington died. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, okay, um, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Um, and now, Joey, your job is to determine what Adam Silver's punishment of this guy would be for his bad behavior. 
Oh, for the uh, 100 miles per hour. And, uh, the, and the fracking and the cheating mm-hmm. and the Ponzi scheme. Um, and just generally driving 100 miles an hour through a construction zone. I think he'd probably give him like a like a $10 million tax break. $10 million tax break. <laughs> that's All a right. slap on the wrist, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, All right, NBA's Sean. To- their over-under is 22 and a half. What do you got? God, I mean, they're trying to tank, but they weren't quite able to do it last year. I actually think this is like a 25-win team. I think so, too. This team is better than they were I mean, last year. It's, And I also just think they're like, um, you you look, and they, they had a, a god-awful offense, but like basically an average defense. Uh-huh. And I don't... I don't really know why that would be any different this year, except the defense might be a little better. I And I think their offense might be slightly better. <laughs> I mean, even <laughs> if they're trying to tank, it's just like, even if they like sit a bunch of guys for, I, I just don't think, it, like 22 is just a really low this number. This is not the worst team in the West. I'll tell you that much. Nope. No, I, um, I don't think so either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it, are they the worst team in the division? Probably. I think they I think they aren't actually. We'll get to that. <laughs> we are going we are going reverse order of last year's. Oh state. wait, oh no, no. They are not. No, yeah, the yeah, yeah. uh yeah, yeah. No, they are yeah. not. Um, All right. The, the 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 team who won this division last year I, well, is yeah, I think the worst team in the NBA. All right, keep going. Keep everything. going. <laughs> All right. Uh our next team is the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, shout out Jody. Um, um what's up? Uh, what's shout up? out Rose Garden report, Sean Hyken's uh uh substack that's not on a substack. Uh that's where I get all my Portland Trailblazer news. Um shout out to shout out to Corbin A. Smith, who is a tax exile who lives in Washington mm-hmm. for tax purposes, but visits the city of Portland mm-hmm. a lot. Shout out uh shout out Eric Gunderson, shout out uh uh, Mike Richmond, all our Portland mm-hmm. friends, all our dudes. Uh, shout out Shane Brendan. Uh, last Portland's year, person. Uh, last year they went twenty-seven and fifty-five. Uh, their expected win-loss was twenty and sixty-two. So they won seven more games than they were supposed to. You know why? Chauncey Billups, he can Dame coach, time. baby. He's just a good coach. <laughs> Look, it's always Dame time, baby. Uh, even when he's on the bench. <laughs> yeah, even when he's on the bench. Uh, you gotta. He's so gritty and so clutch that they win when he's not playing. Uh, they were 27th in offense, 30th in defense. And I got to say, based on the team they had last year, their offense should have been much better. Um, uh, let's. Uh, I mean, they were they were like not putting out a basketball team after about February. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, let's play the drop. Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. Wait, Josh Giddy? Why is Josh Giddy talking about the Portland Trailblazers? <laughs> look, we gotta listen to him though. <laughs> uh Sean, who did they add? They added Gary Payton to Jeremy Grant and rookies Shaden Sharp and Jabari Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh who's saying who's saying goodbye? Uh Eric Bledsoe. Oh. 
He didn't, he didn't want to be want, there. He didn't want to be there. Uh, <laughs> CJ Ellaby, boy, oh. is it fun to watch him play and disconcerting. He looks weird, insane. Weird looking guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> also, uh, does that mean this team is CJ Liss? I think it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You uh, like uh, CJ Ellaby thought CJ Ellaby thought he Highlandered CJ McCollum, but uh-huh, it turns yeah. out. There could be none. There could only be none. Let me check their two ways real quick just to make sure. No CJs. (coughs) Crazy. Crazy. Um, Okay. Yeah, there's not even anyone with the initial CJ on the team. There is a KJ, though, now. Mm -hmm. Great. Moving on. Um, Okay, they also lost uh, Joe Ingles, Didi Luzada. The best name in basketball, Didi Luzada. That's a really good name. Didi Luzada... Uh, Sounds like a name Knicks fans would have been, would be yelling about. They drafted him over Vince Carter or whatever oh through Christ. eternity. All right, keep going. Uh, and then I think I don't think Didi has a new team, nor does Cody Zeller, Ben McLemore, Dennis Smith Jr., or GM Neil O'Shea. Oh, well, Neil O'Shea. I saw him at an audition the other day for the Bold oh. and the Beautiful. He's he He'll looks great. <laughs> Super tan. And don't worry, Sean, they paid Damian Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic so much money. So much money. Um, what was what was the Nurkic contract? Let's let me just look at it real quick. Dame Dame got a max that's gonna pay him. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll 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 talk about that in a second. Yeah, I'm gonna ask the first question, Joey. Mm-hmm. Well, first before off before we get to well, best move and worst move. Okay, go ahead. Uh well let's uh I, I forget what order I was paying playing these in. But... Take control of your journey. All right, how did they take control of their journey, Sean? What was their... Oh, before we get to... Be- oh, we, we want to go questions first. No, we, means- get, we get, let's do best move and worst move. That's <laughs> sure. Fine. Nurkic got four years and 70 million. Um, I think I think their best move is getting Gary Payton the second. It was like, I agree. Because it's... They paid him a lot, mm-hmm. but like not really that much. You know what right. I mean? Yes. Where it's like, and even even if he's maybe a little bit overpaid, it's like it was like a unique opportunity to essentially steal a player like that because like like it's it's the kind of move you should make when you're a team like this. You know what I mean? Um, you know what I actually think their uh, best move was, Sean. What was that? Drafting Shade and Sharp because uh, look. He hasn't played basketball in forever or whatever. Uh-huh. People don't know really if he's even, good he at it. He did not play in college. He kind of didn't even play in high school. <laughs> but but he is 6'6", which uh, as a guard for the Portland Trailblazers is like being bull bull. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that. yeah, it's, it's crazy. Because they somehow got rid of C.J. McCollum. Mm-hmm. And then and paid new C.J. McCollum $100 million. <laughs> yes, Anthony Simons, also six foot three, And then there's, well, they've got some height at small forward, right? Nasir Little, their, their projected starter. How tall is he? I don't think he's going to be starting at small forward, Sean. He's six You know five. who I think is going to be starting at small forward? Gary uh, Payton Jr. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's 6'3". Um, yeah. Oh, no, maybe he's 6'4". No, he's 6'3". So, the, I mean, and then they, they got Jeremy Grant, who is not really that big a for a power, power forward. forward. Yeah, yeah, a small yeah. power forward. <laughs> uh, and then their backups at the wings. Well, Josh Hart's 6'5". He's uh-huh, a 6'5 yeah. power uh-huh. forward. Um, and then their backup center appears to be 
Drew Eubanks, who is six foot nine. So yeah, um, congratulations on drafting a normal sized player for once in your fucking uh-huh. lives. <laughs> now they might now maybe Keon Johnson's gonna play. He's actually a normal sized. Uh, he's he would be a six four guard, so not tall. No, not... that's still not that not that tall. Uh, I mean that's an inch taller than Anthony Simons, I guess. Yeah, I mean but, I'm uh... just saying I'm just saying it's getting closer. <laughs> um, or what's their worst move, Joey? Um. I mean, I hate to do this to our Portland fans because they're so exciting. Mm-hmm. I, they're so excited, but it's trading for Jeremy Grant. <laughs> this is the same move Neil O'Shea made every year. <laughs> what is the difference between Jeremy Grant and Larry Nance or Robert Covington? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, they're, they're the same. Or n- Norm. J.J. Hickson. Same, or... Like, oh, we got... We got the most famous available average player. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, when in the NBA has it ever gone wrong when someone put up big numbers on a team with literally no other players? Yeah, like, oh, we traded a first round pick to get the most famous guy available who's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, He's not bad. Is he the third best player on a team? No, it's... (laughs) <laughs> well he's he's going to be the second best player on this team right mm, yeah well it depends how good you think Nurkic is i guess yeah i guess right? that's the question right 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 um but well, i don't Nurk, know Nurkic I mean, should be the third best player on a good nba team i well, look, probably be like the fourth best but yeah. yes but i mean on a on a like seven seed not a good team um the other th- the other thing is that Yusuf Nurkic is just not going to play that many games. Right. Um, but who knows? Maybe Anthony Simons is actually good. Um, okay, uh, so that's... Sean, we got to go to questions. So Sorry, I think, so I, think, oh, go ahead. I think the worst move was passing on Becky Hammond. Uh, yeah, no, the, also... good. Let's hit the triple... Th- yeah, hiring Chauncey Billups? Get out of here. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, man. <laughs> Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. All right, Sean. What are, we're here on the triple threat courts. What, okay, we, uh, what we are our to, questions? All right, we've got more questions for this team, including a reader-submitted question. I'm going to hold that one for last. I also have a disconnected note about a really crazy... Oh, I'm going to talk about this, actually, real quickly. <laughs> sure. uh, okay. Do you think Dame Lillard will pick up his $63 million player option in 2026-27? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead, and I think you can put that one in pen. You really, you really think he's gonna pick that up? He's not gonna. No, not I'm gonna pretty sure he's gonna down? pick that. I'm pretty sure he's gonna. Pretty sure he's gonna pick that one as up. a third, yeah. as a 36 year old man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's six um, two. Yeah, okay. whose game is predicated on being pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's gonna pick that up. Okay. Um, Question two: Is this team going to dramatically change when a different, wildly rich man like Phil Knight owns the team instead of? a wildly rich man named Paul Allen. Uh, yes, because, um, uh, it will be owned by a man who's currently, uh, having a movie made about him starring Matt Damon, I believe. Wait, wait Matt Damon's playing Phil Knight? It's either Matt Damon or Ben Affleck is playing Phil Knight. Hold on. <laughs> they're, they're making a movie together right now about signing, uh, Affleck plays Phil Knight. My bad. Damon that plays Sonny so- Vaccaro. And it's about them. <laughs> it's about them signing Michael Jordan, I believe. The guy uh, who plays <laughs> Phil Knight in Winning Time 
uh-huh. is like <laughs> they got a guy named Ollie Hoskivi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey, I, I, have you seen the Phil Knight episode? Yes, of course. Yeah. I would not say that this guy <laughs> is like maybe ben like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I just wouldn't quite. Well, how do you feel? Do you feel like uh, Matt Damon looks like Sonny Vaccaro? <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> well, on the plus side, Sean, it is, uh, it was a script that was on the blacklist in 2021 titled Air Jordan. That All right. Do you want to, do you want to know an amazing, uh, Wikipedia fact from Ollie Hoskivy? Sure. Hoskivy holds dual citizenship between the United States and Finland. Due to an error made when his father was filing citizenship papers on his behalf, Hoskivy was briefly listed amongst Finland's most wanted. (laughs) I don't want to know anything more about that story. It's perfect the way it is. All right, Joey. Um, This is kind of an unfair one, actually. Um, I think I'm... Well, okay. Of Portland's rejected starters... How many of them are listed as injured on ESPN's depth chart? It's inherited from last season, but seven. Well, of their starters. Oh, of their starters, five. Oh, wait, no, Simon's four. It's four. Simon's is actually listed as injured. Oh, right, they did not. They did have that fake Simon's injury. I forgot. Um, Uh, Shaden Sharp and Greg Brown the third and Nasir Little. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, So there's six total injured players from the end of last year well okay um uh here's another one uh did they design the play-in tournament to give the blazers something they could win no but they did design that new mid-season tournament that i'm gonna hate that they're gonna announce at oh the same that's time. what i meant oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh okay yes sorry yes. Yeah, yeah 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 yes absolutely that is they're gonna name that the mvp of that trophy is the, i mean the the trophy in 10 years, that trophy will be named the Damian Lillard Trophy, the MVP of that tournament. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay. Even though he's going to have in the playoffs like a, uh, like, what's his shooting percentage in the playoffs? Isn't it like 30%? <laughs> it's better than it used to be. It used to be like below DeMar DeRozan's. <laughs> Anyway, I don't want to rag on Dame right now. We, no, that's where we got a whole he's going season. Down. We got a whole season to rag on Dame. I was like, he'll be good next year. He's, he's had a whole year off. He was like, the thing. The thing is about Dame is there's one reason why he is not has not always been the best in the playoffs is that the, he plays an insane number of minutes during the regular season. So. If Portland was going to be bad for a year, at least Dame gets to rest a little bit. Um, he's shooting 41% from the field for his playoff career. Yeah. It used to be better than play. Steph Curry. He's better than Steph Curry. Don't, don't forget. <laughs> um, all right. Um, Sean. Uh, we got one reader submitted question, oh, Joe. We only have one for the whole pre. I didn't even, I didn't even open it up. This was just uh, on a note. Uh, that was nailed to my door. Weirdly. Oh, like Martin Luther. Huh? Like Martin Luther. And it says, are there any beautiful crows I could photograph inside the Modus Center from Anonymous? So it's, just, it's a weird question. Um, I kind of feel like they might call the police, though. 
I don't know. Uh, All right, Sean. I'm seeing some notes, some uh, a lot of burger toppings. Did you want so to talk was, about that? Yeah, I was. I was gonna do a feature where I wanted to talk about some like weird arena food, but only oh. Portland had something interesting. Oh, save that, and we'll ask Danny Palumbo in like when we're done with previews about that burger. We'll have him on for 10 minutes. So we'll have our food man, Danny Palumbo on okay, well, to talk I'll, about I'll, this burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just let's just have Danny Palumbo do it, and I'll find some more. This yeah. one is, there's a truly insane burger. That's Send us your arena stuff. foods, in fact. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. weird arena foods so we can talk about it with our food man, Danny Palumbo. Yeah. Um, and if you're in the L.A. area, can you still order food from no, dinners from Danny? No, okay. he has a real job. Oh, all right. Well, sorry to tease you, L.A. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, for the first time, wait, hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. For the first time in my team, team up with your friends and your favorite cards in the brand new Triple Threat Online co-op. That's not the one I played before, but whatever. All right. Uh, Sean, Irrational Player Opinion. Who do you like or hate for unfounded reasons? It, it's completely unfair how much I dislike Anthony Simons. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's not logical. It's because people were calling him Ant. That was the only reason I did I didn't like that they were calling him. Yeah, Ant. they were calling him. Yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, anyway, it's not fair. He's like a fun guy to watch, and yeah, I, I, the, there's no there's no reason for me to be like that. But I can't. Yeah, he's like well. Plus, he's especially he's like um. As a Jordan Pool stan, you have to you have to pick one, right? Um, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Who who do you have? I you know what? I'm gonna pick a like for the Blazers. Yeah. I'm always so hard on the Blazers. Yeah, I should have picked a like here but too. I, but I think we might have the same guy. For unfounded reasons, I really like Nasir Little, and I don't know why. Oh, that is that is <laughs> weird. I don't have any opinion on him. <laughs> um yeah, I I have no impression on Nasir Little. I just there's something about like you know, a big guy who was like supposed to go high, who was like a highly rated prospect who fell uh-huh. for kind of no reason. I always love those guys. He is. He. Is, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Uh, if I if I have a like, I I am really in the tank for Josh Hart. Yeah, we both love like Josh Hart. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, I'm so harsh. I'm I'm sorry, Portland. I love yeah. the city of Portland. <laughs> I gotta come visit soon. Uh, okay. So we are. We have to move on to uh, <laughs> who signed who's which signer of the Declaration of Independence is each team. Sean is uh, are the Portland Trailblazers. Sean, uh, they were Caesar Rodney. Wait, uh, like, a man named Caesar signed the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> uh, like Paul Allen, he was a bachelor who had quote professed his love and affection for several devil, Delaware ladies at various times, but was never a successful suitor. Well, like um, Paul Allen, I'm sure those ladies were also 15 years old. <laughs> I mean that that was when you had to marry him back then, Joey. <laughs> Um, he became a county sheriff, which apparently at the time was like a huge bribe position. And then he, um, became an emergency governor of Delaware during the Revolutionary War. Oh, you know who's an emergency governor? 
Jody uh, Allen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, that, and, Paul Allen, of course, died of the shock of hearing George Washington. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, now, according to the the very very brief bio I read of him. The office of governor of Delaware did not have the authority of a modern governor of the United States, so his success came from his popularity with the General Assembly. Joey, that is a Damian Lillard-ass colonial <laughs> job. <laughs> uh, all right. The over-under? Well, you got to oh, talk yeah. about bad governors. Oh, sorry, bad governors. Sorry. Oh, yeah, something shady. One of the team governors is done. They only have one. Uh, they have Jody Allen. She is being sued by her former security team. We've talked about this on the podcast, but they've alleged sexual harassment and that they covered up crimes. And specifically, they cover up the crime of trying to smuggle giraffe bones out of Botswana. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure Caesar Rodney also did, but it was legal at the time. Yeah, it, it, it's encouraged. It was a, it was a <laughs> sexual, it was, it was for him to perform with Del- Delaware ladies. All right. Up giraffe <laughs> bones. Uh, Sean, they're over under... 39 and a half. I'm going under. It's just at that point, too. I I was surprised it wasn't higher, and yet I still went under. I just think I just think they're like one injury away from falling apart completely. I I mean I think this is like a 39 win team. It's like I'm I'm gonna take the over. I think they'll hit 40 to 41 wins. I do I do think they did like address their a lot of their some of their defensive weaknesses the problem is they still have more defensive weaknesses and also chauncey phillips is their coach all right um (laughs) all right sean the minnesota timberwolves last year they did it dude they made the playoffs they went 46 and 36 good for seventh in the west their expected win percentage was 48 and 34. Classic Carl Anthony Towns being two <laughs> games worse than projected. Uh, they were eighth in offense and 13th in defense. Um, Josh Giddy, what do you have to say? Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. It's a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys. Uh, Sean, what's coming to their team this year? The Stifle Tower, Rudy Gobert, Kyle Slomo Anderson, CJ, that's right, CJ Ellaby. Oh, I'm glad that floppy hair motherfucker still ended up on a team. All right, keep Look going. at this. This It's such a crazy <laughs> collection of people. It's like yeah. all weirdos. Uh, Bryn Forbes. Love it. Weird. Luca Garza. Super weird. Love it. Eric Pascal. Love it. Austin Rivers. Fucking love it, dude. Uh, and then the rookies are Wendell Moore Jr. from Duke. Mm-hmm. Uh Josh Minot, the the, the Minot Minot. It's Minot. Minot. Which the I'm gonna tell you right now. Of the draft. I'm gonna tell you right now, Sean. Josh Minot is not a bust name. That is a dude who is like, wow, 38 teams passed on Josh Minot or whatever. <laughs> I'm looking at his face and I really believe in him. And they also have a rookie named Matteo Spagnolo, Sean. Uh-huh. I don't even whatever. Like who I believe but, Tony Soprano murdered in season five. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, he he's uh <laughs> he looked at Carmella funny. Um, All right, Sean, who's leaving though? All right, the dogs that are leaving this wolf town. Malik Beasley. 
Patrick Beverly, Leandro Balmaro, Josh Akogi, never quite happened there. Jared Vanderbilt, Jake Lehman, oh, the white and squall. Greg Monroe. Yeah, I, I don't think the white squall has gone anywhere else. <laughs> uh, Jared Vanderbilt. That is, uh, I mean, well, we'll talk about those guys later in this yeah. episode. Um, Sean, let's uh, hear from Josh Giddy. My team is always staying fresh. Wait, that's not the one. Hold on. And take control of your journey. <laughs> yeah. Sean, how did they take control of their journey? What was their... Let's start with worst move. <laughs> Well, I'll just describe their biggest move. Uh, they traded 12,000 picks uh-huh. um, for Rudy Gobert. Yeah, but is that their worst move or their best move? No. Um, I don't think there's a I worst move. I kind of hate it, but I'm also like, eh. And I'm, I'm going to say it's getting Austin Rivers. That's loser behavior. Uh, I don't know. When he's like your 11th man, though, that's pretty good. It's still loser behavior. I just, I really don't believe. Now, you know what I think their worst move was, actually? <laughs> yeah. Letting Jarrett Vanderbilt be in that trade. Like, don't you think, don't you think Danny Ainge still would have said yes with all those yeah, picks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, wouldn't the money have worked okay? Yeah, I mean, that's the only guy I like that they let go. Like, um, he's, he's a good jumper. He's very hustling. Normally, I like Malik Beasley, but he bums me out now. He bums me out. I mean, he's like, I, fun to have. I actually sort of still believe in Josh Akogi. I actually think he's going to surprisingly be good on the Suns next year. But, like... Wait, on, they, on what? The Suns. Josh Akogi's on the Suns. Oh. Um, but he, he, that's like a classic. He's like a classic had to get out to like become oh, a right. useful I, NBA I player. I was thinking he was in that deal. And no, so no. I was like, they oh, just God. let him walk. He just as a signed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But we'll talk about that with the Suns. <laughs> I like that signing for the Suns. Wouldn't I don't think he was gonna do anything on this team. I don't really think there's a worst move. Like their best move was signing Kyle Anderson, I think. Right? I love I, lo- I love that. I love that move. And uh, I, I love he's... the Rudy Gobert trade. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess for me, I'm like, well, who cares about those picks? Yeah. The draft like the thing. draft rights to Walker Kessler, uh, a seven two white center from Auburn. Oh, he's I... only seven one. Walker I... Kessler. What do you think of that name, Joey? <laughs> I hate it. Um, actually, yeah, it's like you know a what? gothic novelist name. Here's their best move: not extending D'Angelo Russell because Ooh. you know what? Uh, you know what? Um, we all know contract year D'Lo is the only time he is actually good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah, this team's like a lot deeper than you would think, considering they traded so many guys. Yeah. Um. All right, so we got to head to the triple threat court real quick. Josh Giddy, let's... uh... Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. All right, got some questions. Uh, What teammate will Rudy Gobert alienate first? Hmm. That's a really good question. Probably, Probably Austin Rivers, right? I guess so. I feel like he doesn't really count. (laughs) I was going to say, I think it's going to be Torian Prince. It's pretty good. 
I could also see. Oh wait, no, it's Nas Reed, dude. It's Nas oh, Reed. Oh yeah, Nas Reed's not. I a, love Nas oh, Reed. Oh, his backup. <laughs> yeah, Nas, Nas Reed, tight. a guy who always hits four threes against the Golden State Warriors for some reason. Just Bob, Bob Fitzgerald's just apoplectic every time. Even it happens. though it happens, yelling out his free throws. Yeah. It happens. It's happened eight times in two years. <laughs> let me let me tell you who he's not going to alienate and it's going to spend a lot of time with Luca Garza. Yeah, for sure. Like he's going to like take him under his wing. Yeah. Also, I think D'Angelo Russell is going to attempt to alienate him by like filming him talking about his girlfriends and he's like, I'm French. Uh, they do not care. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, hold on. Just a second here. Somebody accidentally closed a tab. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll ask you the question. Yeah, you asked me the that question. tab. Okay, got it. Uh, Sean, this team's gonna play Rudy Gobert at the five. Yes, they're gonna play Carl Anthony Towns at the four. They are. They're gonna play D'Angelo Russell at point guard. Yes, they are. How weird is this team defensively? I mean, it's really fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they have. Like, it seems like, I mean, look, um, Jaden McDaniels is going to have his work cut out for him, I would say. But I guess, like, I don't know. Kyle Anderson, pretty good at guarding wings still. I think think Torian Prince is probably a good option. I mean, I I do think they have some insulation. It's just a very weird looking starting lineup. Mm -hmm. Even not really even just defensively, just it's weird. Mm-hmm. Twin Towers and Anthony Edwards and like this is this is going to be like an all time weird hair team for sure. <laughs> um. Also, I you know what I could absolutely see happening with this team too. What? Okay, so I think that this team is going to have like a brief losing streak near the end of the season. Like, not a big deal. They lose, drop a couple games on a road trip. And for the rest of the season, the entire team is going to be wearing headbands. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is one of the most head, like. <laughs> I just, I just, like, can't you see it? Like, everybody's like, yeah, all right, yeah, that's what you need. I just don't think, I, Rudy Gobert will never wear a headband, No, though. but everybody else will. Everybody else will. Um, and then it'll be, like, shooting headbands at people. Okay. Um, we've, we've done this before mm-hmm. um, with the Timberwolves leaders. Um, they've got a guy we both love. Mm-hmm. Oh, did we do? Oh, did we do our irrational? Oh no, that's going to be later. That's yeah, that's be later. Sorry. This is our this is our third question. Okay, our third question. We love Anthony Edwards. Mm, well, the, I wasn't big on uh, his gay slurs this week. He be stumbled. Honest. He stumbled this week. I I haven't <laughs> watched the video yet. I just saw his apology. Not great. No. Um. um not not great. No. Uh. Okay, but he is the rising star of the Minnesota Timberwolves. I am yeah. going to give you some famous people from Minneapolis, associated with Minneapolis, and you have to tell me if he will eventually be more or less famous than them. Okay. Okay. 
Prince. Less. Walter Mondale. That's a weird one because, like, he's probably already more famous than Walter Mondale to, like, people under the age of 40, right? But, like... Walter Mondale was vice president of the United States. I'm going to say less. Um, uh, Jimmy Jam. More. Terry Lewis. More. Okay. Uh, John Pillsbury, the founder of Pillsbury. Less. <laughs> uh, uh, Joe Maurer. More. Minnesota Twins catcher. He's going to be more famous than Joe Maurer? That's yes. a good bar. In, in, I mean, he's a native son. I mean, okay. I think that's like where he slots in, right? Okay. Um, uh, Richard Dean Anderson. He's already, he's already more famous than MacGyver, I think. Okay. Um, former Congressman and Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. Way more. <laughs> okay. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Less. The, the less. Less. Famous. Okay. Uh, Tiny Tim. Hmm, less. Okay. Kirby Puckett. Less. Uh, Franklin and Forrest Mars, the founders of Mars. Less. Okay. Uh, Paul Westerberg. Shouldn't be, but more. Nick Swardson. Less. Uh, Rose Totino, the founder of less. Totino's Pizza Rolls. <laughs> uh wait less famous than rose totino yeah everybody knows totino's pizza yeah, rolls baby yeah, actually you're right you're right uh charles schultz the creator of pizza can you name a different wait hold on can you name a different pizza roll nope bagel bite uh john bagel bite the founder of bagel bite that's the <laughs> yeah, only that person only... more famous than totino rose totino <laughs> uh oh yeah charles schultz the creator of peanuts uh less Brian Setzer of the Brian Setzer More. Orchestra. Uh, Hubert Humphrey, former vice president and presidential candidate. I'm going to say more. Yeah, I mean, the Metrodome had his name, but it has been imploded. Um, actor James Arness. I don't even know who that is, so uh, more. He was on the show Bonanza for okay, 20 years. Great. <laughs> uh, Richard Sears, founder of Sears. More. How is that a real person? And Brock Lesnar. Uh more but that that one's close okay um, now, now this guy was born there but i don't really think it counts because he his dad moved very quickly after his birth uh kyle shanahan coach of the 49ers i included his wikipedia photo here you want me to look at kyle shanahan's wikipedia photo well it's on it's oh, in the document god <laughs> does someone at wikipedia hate kyle shanahan that's all i'm saying he looks he's, like he's on a boat yeah, he's like standing for the anthem in a rainstorm, but he's he looks like he's been sp like splashed by the tail but of a he whale. Also looks handsome. Like he looks like uh like uh the old spice model on a bat <laughs> with a hangover. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. One of his eyes kind of looks like it's swollen shut, too. Um, Sean, while we're talking about Minnesota's greatest yeah. sons. Uh, -huh. uh, you mentioned Paul Westerberg. I, I want to bring up Tommy, something I saw on Tommy Stinson's Wikipedia page today. Uh -huh. So Tommy Stinson was the bassist of the replacements and mm -hmm. more importantly of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> longer, uh, Chinese democracy era. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. From, so, but here's a, here's a bit of controversy Tommy Stinson had when he was in Guns N' Roses. Uh, okay. On November 24th, 2006, at Cleveland's Quicken Loans Arena, 
Axl Rose called the Eagles of Death Metal, one of Guns N' Roses' opening acts, the Pigeons of Shit Metal. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse Hughes, the Eagles of Death Metal's lead singer, told NME that Tommy Stinson took his bass off and threw it on the floor, saying, fuck you, that's it, and threatened to leave the band. Stinson did not leave Guns N' Roses, however. The e- however, the Eagles of Death Metal were fired from the tour. <laughs> On December 2nd, 2006, Stinson issued a statement reading in part, Eagles of Death Metal were a suggestion of mine a while ago. Turns out they were the wrong band for our crowd. They were booed and did not play for as long as they were scheduled to. In the past, I have thrown my bass. I've never thrown it at Axel or anyone else in the band, nor has anyone thrown my bass back at me yet. Axel has been a dear friend to me for nine years. We have no problem communicating and wish that people would stay the fuck out of shit they don't know anything about. Wow. <laughs> anyway, the pigeons of shit metal. All right, Sean. Uh, did you know that he was in Soul Asylum? I did know he was briefly in Soul Asylum when that guy died because he and Dave Perner went to high school together. Uh, um, man, incredible stuff. <laughs> All right, Sean, uh, which signer of the Declaration of Independence is, uh, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves? Well, it's a, it's a New York City merchant named Philip Livingston. Uh, he helped organize the first New York City public library. He made his money in privateering, and he traded with the Sugar Isles, which means he was a slave trader. Of course he was. Uh, the reason I chose him is he's the only signer who could legitimately be called Flip. Great. <laughs> also, his son took over his business, and uh, they had to, like, pass a law because... Uh, he like literally could not handle dealing with his will. Mm-hmm. Very, very Ryan Saunders esque. All right, Sean. Bad government. What bad things has A Rod done? Well, it is A Rod, minority <laughs> owner of the team. Uh, he used steroids. He tried to slap the ball out of a fielder's hand in Game Six of the American League Championship Series in 2004. He got suspended for a year for his involvement in the Biogenesis scandal. He is a slumlord. Mm-hmm. A Rod Corp owns over 15,000 apartments in 13 states. That's fucked up. He had a barstool podcast. Oh no. Cheated on J-Lo, and worst of all, this is his worst crime, he supposedly had a painting of himself as a centaur that hung over his bed. Mm, And he's probably the best owner, right? (laughs) He might be the best owner. Now that I learned about the slumlord thing, though, I'm like, no, he's into some bad things. Of course, I just mean... the Panama Papers, I bet. (laughs) I just mean, um... Being a slumlord has you on the like. That's one of the better things any of these owners. Yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, look, you get a lot of home runs. You can't, you can't <laughs> knock that. Um, um yeah. What's right, his punishment, Sean. Joey? Oh, I forgot. We didn't do a punishment for Jody we Allen didn't either. Punish Jody Allen. Uh, Jody Allen, of course, has to donate her bones to a museum. That is her, <laughs> her illegal bones to a museum. And A-Rod's punishment is, of course, uh, I don't know. He doesn't get to go to a cigar bar for an hour. Yeah, um, yeah. maybe he has <laughs> to watch a video of J-Lo and Affleck's wedding. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Sean, this is this is actually the over-under I was looking the most forward to for the mm-hmm. season, I'm going to say right off the bat. Their over-under is 48 and a half. 
What do you think, Sean? Look, if there's one thing that Rudy Gobert is good at, it is winning basketball games Mm -hmm. in the regular season. Yep. Uh, I am going way over. (laughs) I said this when they traded for Rudy Gobert to you privately, that I was excited to say this on the podcast. Uh-huh. This team is winning 57 games at wow. least. Wow. This team is going to be a top three seed in the West easily. Like every year there's some random fake team in the West. Like sometimes it's the Nuggets. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's the Mavs. Sometimes it's the Jazz. Often that it's wins, the Jazz. <laughs> yeah, that wins like almost 60 games and is not a real contender. And bingo, this is that team this year. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. And, you know, I was skeptical, and then I looked at their depth chart, and I'm like, they just have a lot of NBA players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I can see them turning three of those NBA players in some second-round picks into, like, a legitimate wing at the deadline. Um too. Like the one thing they're sort of missing, like a three, like Danny Green. Couldn't you see the Memphis Grizzlies trading Danny Green for two second round picks or whatever? Yeah, something like that would yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're. I think they're going over to the tune of like fifty games. You think they're winning like fifty seven? A uh, fifty five to fifty seven. Yeah, I think okay. that's. Uh, but yeah, that's a double over from us. That though. that to me is my easy money pick of the over-unders. Uh, I might actually, now that I have actual money, I might bet that. Um, all oh, right, damn. Sean. The Denver Nuggets. Yeah, baby. Last year, they went 48-34. and 34, Good for sixth in the West. Uh, their expected win-loss was 47-35, and 35, which I would have expect, thought would be lower uh, because all of their players were hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were sixth in offense, 15th in defense. Josh Giddy, uh, what do you got to say? Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. I, he doesn't play for the Denver Nuggets. Why does he call it his it. team? Um, He's everywhere, though. <laughs> uh, Sean, what's coming to their team this year? Uh, Bruce Brown, Contavious Caldwell Pope, if Smith, America's point guard, and DeAndre Jordan, they also drafted Christian Braun from Kansas, Peyton Watson from UCLA, and Ismail Kamagate. I don't, I didn't look where he was from. Kamagate Ismail, to quote my favorite, to quote uh, Moby Dick. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's French, baby. Uh, oh, he just got drafted from France. He's. Not gonna be on the team. Who's week. saying goodbye? What uh, stale, moldy nuggets are leaving? W- Warriors killer Will Barton, Monty Morris, Bryn Forbes, Jamichael Green, Austin Rivers, Facundo Campazzo, the brawling Argentinian, Boogie Cousins, and Marcus with a K Howard. A lot um, of turnover, I gotta say. Yeah. Um. Well. I mean, Josh Kitty, how did... And take control of your journey. How did they take control of their journey? What was their best move of the offseason? I think it was getting Bruce Brown. I love Bruce Brown. He's going to be so tight with 
uh, Jokic. It's going to yeah. be so sick. They're going to be throwing lobs to each other. It's going to be weird. Get ready for some weird 5-5 five, five pick and rolls. <laughs> because let's be honest, Bruce Brown is a weird tiny center. Um, huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. He can get run, buckets. They're gonna yeah. run the first ever five-five pick and roll in NBA history. <laughs> um, what's their worst move, Sean? Hmm. Look, I understand why they did it, and it kind of was made up for by uh, signing Chris getting, Brown. Signing Chris Brown. I didn't. I just didn't like trading away Monte Morris. I, didn't I get like it. Trading Monte Morris ever. Either. And it I felt, love I, Monte. Also, but the, the difference is, I thought they were making that trade and totally cheaping out, and that was not the case. Yeah, they ended up. I mean, also signing DeAndre Jordan instead yeah, of that's not a good instead move. of yeah. Boogie. Weird, like they're like yeah. kind of similar. At I think Boogie's probably better, right? Yeah. Um, and but you know, I guess Boogie's annoying or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I think I think probably maybe it was like too many technicals or, and I mean, I think they, he's you know he's bad at defense. Yeah, Let's not the DeAndre Jordan. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I thought you were done. Oh, no, 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 that's fine. Let's uh, hit the triple threat course. <laughs> you keep. T- <laughs> Let's hit the triple threat course to see what's new. <laughs> All right, Sean, what are your questions now that we're at the triple threat courts? We are at the triple threat court. Um, <laughs> how good do you think Jamal Murray is going to be this year coming back? Um, fine. Uh, I think he'll be pretty good once he gets to the playoffs. But, you know, yeah. um, look, if anybody is going to be exactly the same as they left, it'll be Jamal Murray because he's like a weird workout yoga freak. Yeah. But, you know, I expect there to be some rust the first three months right yeah i mean he's just he hasn't played i don't really remember the timing of like but it's you know it's over a year you know yeah uh i love jamal marie though he's so good um you know the other the other thing that i i felt i didn't realize is like how much they believed in bones highland too so i think that's like they feel that's like pretty good insurance i guess yeah um sean the LA Rams and Colorado Avalanche won titles this year. Mm-hmm. Um, is it time for a third Walmart property to win it all? No, because Arsenal's going to the top of the table this year. I hate that. By I hate fall, that. the greatest team the world uh, has ever seen. Stop it. Stop They're it. You're not allowed to table. sing that song. You're being disrespectful to the queen singing that song right it's, now. It's fi- uh, 15 points, love. We're, we're in mourning for the queen. That's why uh, we didn't have an episode last week. <laughs> and because of the death of CNN's Bernard Shaw. Um, <laughs> Sean, Zeke Naji shot 46% from three last year. Can he sustain that? 100% he can. <laughs> I'm 46.3% sure that he'll take <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Maybe they should play him more. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why Boogie could go. They're like, hey, this, this weirdo. Okay, uh, finally, I have a question for you, Joe. You I, wait, actually, uh, yeah. hold on. I didn't say what I thought their worst move oh, yeah. was. I, oh, right. I also hate Monte Morris, but it's letting Tim Connolly go because they're fucking cheap. Uh, that was their worst move of the offseason. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, they could have Rudy Gobert right now. 
I don't think he would have made that <laughs> no, trade. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay, Joey, you're a video game expert. Mm-hmm. During his extended rehab, what video game was Michael Porter Jr. using to hustle children out of their shoes? PUBG Mobile. <laughs> um, <all right. laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Sean, which signer of the Declaration of, of uh, the Declaration of Independence is the Denver Nuggets? Uh, this is a guy named Eldridge Gary, Jerry, mm-hmm. who was uh, the Sounds son like of a guy a... who owns a, a Walmart. All right. Yeah, well, he was the son of a rich merchant. It's kind of the Walmart of the 1700s. He married a really rich guy's daughter. In fact, just like Stan, Stan married to married uh, Sam Walton's daughter. Uh, he hated British tax policy. So clearly he would also avoid the luxury tax. This guy, I kind of like this is the first founding father i've liked he essentially created the fourth amendment and would not sign the constitution and gerrymandering is named after him because when he was the governor his party uh did the first gerrymandering and one guy was like this district looks like a salamander uh-huh more like a gerrymander Anyway, that's, um, that's why that weird ass term. But uh, like that. gerrymandering's bad, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just. I'm not saying that. Oh, a you good like thing. him because of the search warrants? Got it. I uh, like him because of the Fourth Amendment, and he yeah, was yeah. like, and he like wouldn't he wouldn't sign the Constitution because it didn't have a Bill of Rights. Oh and he yeah, that's great. very unpopular for a while. But he was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> All right, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. All right, uh, bad government, Sean. Name something one of the bad owners. I mean governors of the denver nuggets did so josh gronky the the josh gronky gronky sorry yeah josh gronky is like uh like a guy i went to high school with (laughs) (laughs) uh just cronky uh i didn't know this that he was a college basketball player at missouri he was maybe why they loved michael porter jr so much so while he was there he took iowa state coach larry eustachy to a college party which led to his resignation because there were so many photos of him drinking and like hitting on college girls great uh he's also run arsenal into the ground according to my dad mm-hmm. awesome what should his punishment be joe oh adam silver would make him take larry eustachy on the uh uh to uh to meet Ghislaine Maxwell. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, over right. under 50 and a half. Is this the year Jokic gets hurt? I mean, it could be. He was a Eurobasket. That's like a demolition derby of a tournament. It feels like that's coming, right? Like, he can't just play 42 minutes a game 82 times every year, right? Or I guess 90 times every year, right? Like, I mean, that does seem like there has to be a limit for even the perfect male body. <laughs> I mean, I'm not betting. I'm not betting on a Jokic injury, though. That's the saddest thing you can do. Over 51 games. Yeah, they yeah, can. 52 to 51 games. 51, 52. The thing yeah. is, they just they just seem like they're a lot more insulated this year. Not from like a Jokic injury, but. Uh, they're, they kind of have coverage for Jamal Murray and Michael Porter not coming back that fast. Yeah. Whereas last year it was like, their team was like really wiped out for parts of it. Yeah, for most of it. And they kept winning still. <laughs> yeah, and it, it like this doesn't, 
really require them to be that much better than last year. And I kind of think they I just the feel odds like are they should be better, right? <laughs> even though I love Jamal Murray, I just feel like if Jokic gets hurt, this is like a like a 32 win team. Well, like, right. But I just I just mean considering what they were like last year, it's I don't know. I'm going over. I think it's a 50, 52 win team. It just feels like one of these seasons, Jokic is going to be out for like two months at some point, right? Yeah, they got they got Zeke Nongi, Joey. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, our final team. They won the the division last year. Sean uh-huh. is the Utah Jazz. They went yes. forty nine and thirty three. Uh-huh. Their expected win loss was fifty six and twenty six. Though yeah, they they <laughs> ate. I mean, they ate shit so hard. In Utah told us about this before <laughs> the crash was visible everywhere else. But yeah, they were they were just awful. The last yeah, like sixty like on the our season. our friends in Utah were really like uh, Christian Bale in the Big Short, just like screaming about how horrible things are for them. Yeah, like in uh, December. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they're they were first in offense, ninth in defense. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Giddy. Uh, take it away. Let's take a look at what's coming to my team this year. Not your team. It's not your team, Josh Giddy. All right, what's coming to their team this year? Uh, a lot of other people's stuff. Malik Beasley, Leandro Bomaro, Taylor Horton Tucker. I forgot. Stanley I forgot Johnson. About that one. It's crazy. <laughs> Lowry Markinen, Colin Sexton, Jared Vanderbilt. 10,000 pick swaps, a guy named Simone Fontecchio. He was also rookies. murdered in season five of The Sopranos, <laughs> I believe. Uh, rookies, uh, I don't know. Okay, Ogbaji, Ochai, Oki, Ogbaji. I heard them say it on the Hoop Collective, and now that I've heard four different pronunciations, I've forgotten again. I'm I think sorry. it's uh, no, it's all right. I think it's, I think it's Ochi, and then Walker Kessler. The the a big the the legacy of Cole Aldrich lives on in Walker Kessler. Um, and then the uh, head cats that are leaving: Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal. Very curious that he left. Daniel House Jr. <laughs> and Bo Cruz. Oh, poor Bo Cruz. Yeah. Um, from the Boa Challenge. From the Boa Challenge. Yeah. He's um, actually his brother is. Kicking ass in Eurobasket. Yeah, Willie's tight, dude. The Hernan Gomez's are tight. Yeah. Um, Wow, that's really... What a collection of names you just named. I cannot (laughs) believe they're all... Like... like, I don't know anything about Leandro Palmaro, but it's a great name. But the other guys, I'm like... I feel like that's six amazing stories. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's let's not go that far. Uh, Let's... uh... And take control of your journey. How did they take control of their journey, Sean? What was their best move? Their best move. I mean, it was it was training Rudy Gobert for all that stuff. Yeah. I can't believe they got so much. Yeah, and they got like I'm gonna say they got so much for him that it made the uh, Donovan Mitchell trade disappointing. Yeah, I think so. Also, it's like you have to pay Lori Markinen twenty one million dollars now, <laughs> and Colin Sexton twenty. 
Yeah, I mean, he's like, <laughs> I mean, he, he got, I mean, and like all of these dudes, like kind of in a vacuum where you're like, oh, I guess maybe. No, nope. yeah, it's, it's, it's very, well, I mean, like, you're like, yeah, that could be like the seventh guy on a team. I mean, not to answer your irrational hate question this early, but oh, yeah. Colin Sexton and Lori Markkinen are real irrational do not likes for me. We forgot to pick the irrational for the the Nuggets. Oh, right, but... I uh, I don't really have one for the Nuggets. I, well, I, mean, I, I guess like DeAndre it. Jordan. <laughs> I also just like irra- Yeah, I guess so. I irrationally love Bones Island. Too. Oh, I oh I irrationally dislike. Contavious Caldwell Pope, even though he's good. Yeah. I'm just always like, he's so small. He's not real. Like, oh yeah, he guards point guards. Cool. Like, you're <laughs> well, not a real three and D yeah. guy. Um, anyway, um But I do irrationally love Jared Vanderbilt. I brought it up earlier. Love Jared Vanderbilt. And the other thing I love, Sean, is uh, Malik Beasley is bringing his instructions on how to smoke weed to the people of Utah, so maybe oh, they'll chill God. out. I'm uh, excited. He, he just can, needs a friend he, to help him. He can, uh, he can, um, he can print those pamphlets art off and start telling those people how to smoke weed, and then maybe they won't vote for Evan McMullen. <laughs> um. I feel like I feel like Ogbaji is a guy that. Um, I like all these things about him. And then I'm like, hey, he went to Kansas. That never works. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like I've seen Thomas Robinson and Ben Macklemore. Before. You know what? Uh, so, yes, their actual best move is getting all those picks for Rudy Gobert. Uh-huh. But you know what I'm going to say their best, like the a move I actually like is, and I know people made fun of it. Uh-huh. I think getting Talon Horton Tucker is a good move for the Utah it, Jazz. Yeah, why not? Because, like, he just, he's still, like, 20 years old, (laughs) and, like, he had weird Lakers poisoning, you know what I mean? And nothing, nothing gets, nothing sucks the poison out of the snake bite than uh, being like, lol, you don't play in L.A. anymore. Look at Kyle Kuzma, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Also, also, people, it's gotta be in between people saying he was like the greatest thing and then saying he was the worst player in the world last year. Like it gets somewhere in between. And if he's 21 and it's somewhere in between. Yeah. That that's a good move. I've said it before. I'm like, that guy's Trevor Ariza, another young Laker. All right. Anyway, (laughs) is Hassan Um, Whiteside still under contract with this team? I don't like, I don't think his car is so heavy. Oh, no, he's not. He is unsigned. His car is so heavy, he can't actually move anything. Okay. Um, All right. We got we to. Gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get, get, get giddy in here. Well, well yeah. <laughs> Let's hit the triple threat courts to see what's new. All, All right, right. The triple threat courts. What are our three questions? Well, I'm only giving two questions this time. This, this, <laughs> does Danny Ainge's Chipotle black card work in Utah? Absolutely. Uh huh. Um, okay. The Jazz acquired first round picks in 2029, meaning the player that they end up drafting is likely in sixth grade right now. Was this a tribute to Carl Malone? It's a really good joke, Sean. It's a really good joke. 
All right, Chuck, which uh, signer of the Declaration of Independence is uh, the Utah Jazz? Well, I picked, I tried to pick who was the most pious dork who signed the Declaration of Independence, and it was John Adams. Oh, yeah. So does that mean the Jazz are Paul Giamatti? Yes. Yes. If the Utah Jazz were an actor, that is absolutely who they would be. Oh, my God, the league, an offensive rating. I can just see him doing his billions voice talking. <laughs> well, I started doing Richard Dreyfus there. I'm All sorry. right. Sean, uh, bad government. What is something uh, an owner of the Utah Jazz did that was bad? Yeah, well, Dwayne Wade cheated on uh, Gabrielle. Oh, Newman. wait. It, it, you couldn't find something bad Ryan Smith did? This is interesting. All right, keep going. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm upset with Dwayne Wade right now. He's a governor. He cheated on Gabrielle Union. He mm-hmm. cheated Aaron Gordon out of a dunk contest win. And worst of all, he tried to get everyone to start calling him three after the 2013 finals. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Well, especially but, when he already had a good nickname, which was the Flash or whatever. Flash. <laughs> well, also, he keeps saying different things for what three was for. Mm-hmm. And then sure, people it certainly like, wasn't three-point shooting something he never got better at um yeah, and then people were like then like earlier in his career was like yeah it was the holy trinity and we were like you definitely said it was something else like a um, uh, little secret the reason um Dwayne wade retired so long ago and carmelo anthony and lebron james are still playing is because he refused to get better at shooting all right um <laughs> <laughs> prediction he's also older than those guys sure but also (laughs) it Um, made me crazy that he never practiced shooting threes all right um over under 25.5 sean i'm going over baby it really i just i mean the team doesn't make any fucking sense and they're gonna trade some guys but like yeah I'm going. I'm going over because I just think hard under. I just think they're not going to be shitty enough. Like they're they're going to try to tank, but like this team is winning 14 games. There's too many. There's too many like actual basketball players. Who's an actual basketball player on this team? Well, I mean, currently Mike Conley, Bojan. He's not gonna. They're not gonna play those guys. But I just mean like they still have Jordan Clarkson. They still have Malik Beasley. They'll win some games. I mean, I don't know. This could be an absolute. Colin Sexton fucking sucks. He's going to average 30 points a game, be their best player, and they're going to win 14 games. I'm telling you right now, like uh, this team is terrible. Like, I understand that there's like guys who are like. They're almost like I understand they're like this is like guys who are like sort of famous from being on other good teams but like uh-huh. they're not good enough uh, they're all this is a team of ninth men <laughs> uh i mean i just i just think they're gonna fuck up the tank basically that's what i'm that's what i'm picking and rooting for is them doing all this strip down work and like just not being able to get bad enough I think they're going to be bad enough, but then lose in the lottery. They won't. all right. Well, that's that's also yeah. fair. <laughs> well, Sean, that's our first division. Normally, we do a slammed up here, but we'll have uh, we're doing things a little differently this year. But Brett and Randy, 
will return with their division previews. Don't worry. Just not right mm-hmm. now. Well, uh, Brett actually is finishing a suspension from Slams and Court that work- uh, Adam Silver passed yeah. down, actually. Well, he's also working on a new podcast with Andrew Tate called Lions and Lambs um, about how to be a man in America. Um, all right, uh, wow, two Andrew Tate jokes. <laughs> I, look, can't help myself. I'm sure that's somehow going to get us blacklisted from oh, Apple iTunes. damn it. We're off. Uh, I was trying to keep this shorter this year, but Robert Sarver didn't allow us to do that. Fuck another reason to fuck off Robert Sarver. Sean, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, uh, if you're in Elk Grove, uh, California, I'll be doing Comedy Out of the Stars on Friday the 16th of September, and then I'll be doing Comedy Oakland September 17th, and look for my articles on yard barker and golden state of mind um great as for me you can always follow me on twitter at frankie muniz where on um, what's a good one um on 9 11 2014 <laughs> I tweeted, another day, another MRI. <coughs> and never never forget, man. Never, <laughs> never forget. Sean, did you write a song? You know, I didn't this week, but could you play Blockbuster for Harden? Sure can. Um, that's uh, my honor right now. I will not be signing any merchandise. No, I... God, now I've got to play that, don't I? <laughs> uh, I have to... Um, you don't have to play that. It's no, okay. well, yes, I do. You you <laughs> mentioned it. We got to hear it. Um, I have it here. I just, every time I add something to the drop board, I then cannot see anything on it. Um, so, yeah, trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, shut it down. Let's all. This is a serious message to everybody watching my update right now peace and love peace and love i want to tell you please after the 20th of october do not send fan mail to any address that you have nothing will be signed after the 20th of october if that has a date on the envelope it's going to be tossed i'm warning you with peace and love but i have too much to do So no more fan mail. Thank you, thank you. And no objects to be signed. Nothing. Uh, Anyway, peace and love, peace and love. I'd like to see Kyrie KD do a blockbuster for Harden. It's a trade. Didn't win his head. So good by Levert. In this blockbuster for Harden. Well played. I'd ask Sean Marks if this was a joke I wonder if James Harden does coke Like OKC, James and KD In a blockbuster for Harden, he'll get paid Looks like a schlub, goes to strip clubs But Harden can score 40 with a beer gut Dealt seven picks, made Duncan's feeling sick, but their window of contention slamming shut. 
I'd ask the Nets for more pick swaps, but Bobby Marks would call the cops. Like Anthony, love step back threes. It's a blockbuster for Harden, Taylor made. He'll hog the ball, but Kyrie's a wall. I think he's going to join the DSA. Of these guys will start to feud. I'd like to see a new big three. It's a blockbuster for Harden, Kaboom. I'm warning you with peace and love, but I have too much to do. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.